listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemby here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Here recording for Monday's four-game main slate. Uh, James, it's Martin Luther King Day uh, for this slate. So it's actually, a, uh, the games begin at noon. We have a showdown slate, we have a three-game early slate, and we have a four-game main slate. We will have an early slate playbook out. And, of course, we'll be have all your main slate uh, coverage content for you there, including this podcast that you're listening to here. Uh, James, nothing wrong with a whole day of basketball. Never. Nothing wrong with the whole day of basketball. I'm actually happy that they broke this into two slates instead of Christmas, where you, you basically start at 10 in the morning with your uh, your mimosas, and then you end with your, your bourbon at 10.30 p.m. But uh, this one's broken up into two slates, so... Uh, Definitely, definitely appreciated here, uh, DraftKings and Fandle. Definitely yeah. appreciated. It, it's also an absolutely loaded yeah. main slate. Uh, you know, we'll get into obviously the the specifics here. Uh, the four games on the slate: we're looking at Dallas, Toronto, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Houston, Chicago, and Golden State, LA. Um, I mean, you look at the pricing on here; all of the top price plays basically. Uh, in the NBA are on this slate. I'm looking at FanDuel here. You have Giannis at 11-3, Luka at 11-2, Durant at 10-5, Harden at 10-3, Curry at 9-8, Christian Wood at 9-8, LeBron James at 9-5, Anthony Davis at 9-5, Zach Levine's at 9-3. Those are all players over $9,000 on this slate. All of them are elite. I mean, even James Harden took off the fat suit in his first <laughs> game with the Nets and dropped the 32-point triple-double on everybody so I think he's back. Uh, in that, that same game, Durant went for 42 actual. I mean, good luck trying to find some value. James and I, you know, this is our first look at this uh, at this slate. But, uh, you know, we're not seeing a ton of value uh, available. So it's going to be interesting to see these lineup builds. We should have absolutely done a separate podcast on the fact that James Harden was 100% wearing a fat suit. There's no denying that, right? Like, No. He was either wearing, like, four shirts under his warm-ups <laughs> To like make it seem like he was overweight, or like, I mean, yes, he was complete two completely different sizes. Uh, once he wore, you know, the the Nets skin four days armor, you know, in four days, yeah, uh, pretty, just just pretty ridiculous that he would would even pull off a stunt like that. Uh, and yeah, but I mean, he was he was unbelievable. Um, you know, looking at some of the the spreads that we have here for the for this four gamer. Uh, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, 238, two and a half point spread. Golden State, Lakers, 224. Lakers are a nine point favorite there. Currently, no spread that I'm seeing on Dallas, Toronto. We're guessing Porzingis may not play this game. Uh, played 33 minutes Sunday, second night of a back to back, first game uh, of a back to back that he'll face since his return. Could be a reason why we don't have a spread in that Dallas game. I think they're also. Uh, waiting on some of their guys may possibly coming back from COVID. So that'll be something certainly worth um, paying attention to there. Um, and then we don't have a spread yet for Houston, Chicago. Uh, probably similar uh, reasons why, you know, waiting to see what players are going to be, um, you know, available uh, for Houston here. Uh, we know that Oladipo is expected to make his debut. Uh, and then Chicago has some of their players as well. So it's an interesting slate. 
Uh, and uh, I'm kind of excited to get into it and see what we can come out with. Yeah, let's jump in. Let's start, uh, as always, let's start at the point guard position here, Johnny. Yeah, we are doing position by position for this podcast. And so we got Luka Doncic at 11-2. We got Stephen Curry at 9-8. Uh, Luka today, I mean, it was a two-game slate if you played the Sunday the Sunday early. Uh, if you didn't play him, you basically didn't cash. He's now got triple doubles uh, in four of the last six slates. Um, 36, 16, and 15 against your Chicago Bulls there, James. Uh, he's got 70 fantasy points in three of the last five. I mean, just absolute epic production out of Luka Doncic here. And if they're going to continue to be limited, if there's going to be no Josh Richardson, if there's going to be no, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith, and uh, I think Tim Hardaway was out today, wasn't he? Like, they were, they were missing so many pieces. And now maybe Porzingis might not be active if we think this is going to be on the back-to-back, like, uh, we talked about it's a slate full of studs, but I mean, Luca is playing at just an elite level. Yeah, it's going to be very hard to not play him. It just, it's just, it's like, it, I don't need to really, I feel like I don't really need to go much further into detail. He's gone for 70 plus in four of his last six games. And in all six of those games, he's put up 56 or more DK points. So, uh, yeah, just, just, I know there's a lot of studs on this slate, but it, like, you're getting 65-plus fantasy points right now, guaranteed by playing Luka, and uh, that's where I'm going to start most of my my builds tomorrow, or today. Yeah, I'm 100% with you on that one. Um, you know, again, we're, we're, we'll figure out where we can, how we can fit some of these right. guys in here, but for me, it, it's Luka over Curry. It's not really a question. Um, you know, it's a, it's a big price difference. You know, it's $1,300 that you're saving. You know, Steph did just drop 53 on Denver. He's got that Dennis Schroeder matchup, but I feel like if we're talking just consistency, um, you know, we've seen some games where Steph's given us 30 fantasy points. Uh, I'll just go ahead and take the Luca spend up there. Um, the tier below those two guys, you got Drew Holiday, 7,600 against Brooklyn. Uh, Kobe White absolutely shut down against Dallas on Sunday. Zero points scored for him in that game. Uh, 11 fantasy points in 25 minutes. Uh, Kyle Lowry at 7,400 against Dallas. I mean, James, I looked over the DVP, and Dallas has, is actually ranking first in DVP uh, against the point guard position, I guess, depending on the scoring format. FanDuel shows them as the seventh best matchup. Um, you know, we're, we're in this mid-tier. You know, for me, it's there's not a lot of depth, obviously, being four games. So you got, like, Trey Burke at the bottom at 43. You got Schroeder at 6K. Lowry at 74, Kobe White 75, and Drew Holiday 76. Yeah, I think I would look at Kobe White in a bounce-back spot. He only played 25 minutes on Sunday, so he'll have, like, the freshest legs of the of the Bulls here. And Houston's allowed the sixth most fantasy points to opposing point guards, so I think Kobe White is in a good bounce-back spot. I don't hate uh, Drew Holiday, especially if there's no Kyrie. We'll see point James Harden, which means, you know, Holiday cross-matched with uh Harden is is in a really good spot he's point guard only on DK I'm sure he's a shooting guard on Fandle or something stupid but um so I like Holiday I like White and Burke is fine if all of the Dallas guys are out I I would go I would consider uh Trey Burke but he's 5600 on DraftKings I know you said he's 43 on Fandle that's that's a big discrepancy it is a big discrepancy 
Um, obviously, DraftKings made it a little bit easier to find some value because there's the multiple position right. uh, eligibility that, that is at play there. Um, James, on FanDuel, would someone like Alex Caruso be a punt for you at all? He's got over 20 fantasy points in three of the last four games. Yeah. I mean, if – yeah, that's I fine. I mean, like I said, it's a small slate if we're just thirsting for value here. Um, you know, I, I think that could potentially be an angle you take. Jalen Brunson, if he comes back, you know, he was questionable to come back yesterday in uh, Sunday's game, ended up being ruled out. If he is able to come back, you know, he was playing over Trey Burke. I mean, maybe there's an opportunity for him there. Yeah, I feel like Brunson, Caruso, and DJ Augustine are all kind of in similar boats. They all play like 20 minutes. It just depends on who is having the best night, I guess, of, of the three. Because Augustine is firmly in the Milwaukee rotation yep. as well. So I think all three of those guys on a small slate, you could uh, consider punting. Okay. Uh, shooting guard, again, James Harden, 40 fantasy. Or sorry, 73 fantasy points, 32, <laughs> oh, 12, and 14. I was going to say 40 actual, but it was, <laughs> that was Durant that had the 40 actual. 32, 12, 14, four steals, 73 fantasy points there, 10, 3. Um, I mean, I mentioned at the top, like, this feels like a discounted price on Harden. You know, it's it's really, it's funny. It's a coin. It just feels like a coin flip. You know, I don't know how you're going to be able to fit two of these guys in here. If I could fit Luca in, in Harden in my lineups, that gives you $5,500 a player on FanDuel. Um, you know, I think that would be something I'm going to try and, and, and figure <laughs> out the strategy to do. Um, because I think a motivated James, motivated James Harden is you know, one of the best fantasy players, you know, out there. Yeah, just one of the best players in general. Like, just offensive, like, literally like a nuclear weapon. Um, yeah, I get it. And I I can't dispute that fact. So, uh, perfectly fine with Harden in all formats. I guess it's it becomes a little bit of more of a question mark if Kyrie returns, because Kyrie's listed as questionable. But, uh 10-3, and FanDuel, DraftKings, respectively, is fine if we're going to get uh, point Harden and triple-double upside every night. Yeah. Uh, I think I think a very uh, game-stackable play here. You have Houston and Chicago. Levine's at 9-3. You know, didn't have a good game against Dallas. Dallas, again, plays tough defensively against opposing backcourts. But prior to that, he, you know, he was really on fire, um, you know, having three straight games of almost 50, 59, 58, and 49 coming into Sunday's game for fantasy points. So uh, elite output for him. Victor Oladipo, though, is interesting to me. He's expected to make his Rockets debut, 7,500. Has that matchup opposite of Levine. And, you know, Chicago plays zero defense. So Oladipo is a guy that you and I and, you know, Sean, we've been talking about waiting for that breakout, waiting for that breakout game. Um, you know, he's a little bit more expensive now than he was when he was with Indiana, but... I mean, he and Wood are going to be the guys. You want to know something, John? He yeah. is not on DraftKings slate. I'm confused. He is currently not listed as a... And it's funny because if you played on um, Sunday, he was still listed on the Pacers for Sunday slate. So that's where we currently are. He was listed... Um, as a play for the Pacers, he is not on DraftKings main slate for maybe they add him. Uh, maybe we'll send uh, 
DK a tweet, DK support, um, telling them to get us some uh, Oladipo in our lives. But currently, no, he is not on the DK main site. Are you tweeting right now? There's a chance that I just sent a tweet out asking DK why on earth that he is not available. So, uh, yeah, that might have just happened live on air. That's fine. I'm not ashamed of it. Um, Okay, well, then he's a fan to only play for now. Fantastic spot for it. Um, You know, at at, uh, $7,500, I I would be buying into that play um, for sure. I think this is a great spot for him, you know, being really one of the primary guys now that's going to, not only handle the ball, but score the basketball. He'd give you the defensive metrics. He had six steals prior to that trade in this in the game. So, uh, you know, Oladipo has been fantastic. Uh, Andrew Wiggins continues to play really well, um, you know, against the Lakers. You know, maybe not the greatest of matchups for him, but $6,700 uh, to me ma- makes a lot of sense. And, again, we're talking about a very limited player pool. Um, you know, there's, you know, yeah. Tim Hardaway, if he plays at 6,400, we'll, we'll we'll wait and see what's going on there. Currently listed I, I know questionable. Norman Powell, we just got news. Currently ooh. listed as questionable. Currently listed as questionable. We literally just got that news. Josh Richardson officially rolled out. Brunson not on the injury report, John. Okay. Well, then maybe that's where the value comes from. You know, if if Brunson is uh, is going to be available to play, he was playing over Trey Burke before all this happened. Um, you know, Brunson could be that guy. Um, yeah, that sure. hurts. That definitely hurts Burke. It hurts. So it hurts Burke in a sense where if. Yeah, it's got to hurt Burke. It just has to. And he's I, I'm, so here's my thinking. If Porzingis doesn't play and Hardaway doesn't play, like Burke could still get on the floor with Brunson. Like that's, they're, they're just so shorthanded. Yeah. And. Brunson actually being active at least sort of gives them another player to allow Porzingis not to play. Uh-huh. So, um, some of the bigs were already ruled out as well. Right. Phoenix not Smith already out, Powell yeah. already out. You know, so we're Kleber, I think, is probably, uh, I don't see a note on Maxi, but I imagine he won't, he would be out with them as well. So, you know, if, if Zinger's out, I mean, like I said, we we know James Johnson's going to move into the starting lineup. If that likely is the case, Wes Wendo played a bunch of minutes, but you know, I could see them, you know, going small and Brunson and Burke and all of them still having value. But Brunson at thirty nine hundred on Fanduel, um, you know, a really good potential punt play uh, there for sure. Um, you know, after Hardaway though, I mean, you have Talon Horton Tucker's at forty eight hundred dollars. Didn't even score a fantasy point in three minutes against against uh, the Pelicans. Norman Powell, I know, is somebody that you and I kind of like here. Played 28 minutes off the bench for uh, Toronto. You know, was able to see additional time because Boucher got hurt. But, you know, at least a consistent role off the bench. Your, your guy, DDR, uh, DDV, rather, Dante DiVincenzo, is only 4400 on FanDuel. Yeah, that's a good price. And I like him in – I really like him in competitive games. I think there's upside. He just, like – we're not getting more than like 26 minutes. That's that's the concern. They're just going different directions uh, with their lineup. Like, um, who is like Connaughton played 21 minutes the last game. We've seen DJ Augustine closing games. Brent Forbes has played 14 minutes, 15, 20. Uh, like, at 44 is fine, but like. 
on DraftKings underneath DiVincenzo, who's 54. Eric Gordon is probable, 5,200. He's point guard, shooting guard. Um, Norm Powell is 4,800, who we know is better than what he started this season as. Ben McLemore played 38 minutes and put up 31 fantasy, 21 actual. Yeah, Uh, Sean Brown was out for that game, so was Gordon and no Oladipo. I feel like... Well, if yeah, Brown Mason is Jones questionable. Like Mason Jones played 35 minutes. Like he won't see that time again. You know, I can see Macklemore still playing a lot, but that's a lot of minutes for him if those two guys are active now. Well, if Macklemore at 47, if we were to say like if Sterling Brown doesn't play, what could you see Macklemore playing? 30 minutes? And like um, a, he's like the third say, guard? Yeah, you know, here's here's an interesting thing for you, I guess. Gordon and Oladipo, assuming they're both active, does one start as a point guard, or do they, you know, move keep Gordon on the bench as that guy and play Mason Jones as a starting point guard next to, um, you know, next to Oladipo? And Debo was a point guard when he entered the league, wasn't he with uh with Orlando? Um, they had depot and they i think they drafted elf the following year so for a year old depot might have been the starting point guard there okay i I think it was elf and then the following year or depot and then the following year was elf or something along those lines so maybe you might be onto something there yeah so i'm I'm really interested to see exactly how um that rotation is going to play out. So it's not bad. Those minutes, you're right. It's, it's definitely a lot for them. So you know, not awful. And you mentioned KCP's 4k on FanDuel, um, you know, three of the last four games over 20 fantasy points. He had 18 fantasy points in the other one. So, um, you know, not, not a terrible, um, terrible play there. I have no interest in the West of Windu, even with all the minutes. No, 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 no. Don't even, I don't yeah. even mention his name yeah. ever again. Not, not worth it. Um, small forward on FanDuel, Kevin Durant is there. Is he still power forward only on DraftKings? Still power forward only. Yep. Beautiful. Oh, he's actually, wait, I, I take it back. Power forward center. Oh, DraftKings. oh, cool. Fantastic. Makes, <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you DraftKings for doing that. Um, can't give me Victor Oladipo, but you can give Durant center eligibility. Um, perfect. Um, all right. So Durant's at 10-5 here against Milwaukee. Him versus Giannis is actually going to be a fascinating match. Yep. Oh, yeah. They finally are both up against seven footers that can play a little D against one another. Like, how often does that happen? There's only like three of them in the league. It's like him (laughs) and Porzingis, you know, like uh, unicorns, all like just unicorns. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that'll that'll be an interesting matchup to watch. Would that keep you off Durant at all? Um, He'll probably be the less, he'll probably be the least owned of like this top tier, right? Just knowing that Giannis is on the flip side of that game, yeah. So I, I in tournaments, tournament, tournaments, I think that works. Uh, Fanduel did it to us again. Siakam's now a small forward. I know. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. He was he was small forward on uh, on Saturday, even though Boucher is exclusively playing center when he <laughs> when he comes on the floor. But you know. This is why we can't have nice things. All you got to do, Vando, is look at, at at Popcorn Machine and figure out who's subbing in for who. You know? <laughs> You'll see who's on the floor. So anyways, Siakam's a small forward. Anobi coming off uh, some really good games. Three straight games now of uh, 30 fantasy points for OG here, playing a boatload of minutes. 
ever since that sort of new rotation has come into play. Um, so they're both there, 82. OG's 58, and I think that's a good spot against mm-hmm. Dallas for him. Uh, Chris Middleton, I, I was in on, on Middleton the other night. Uh, I think it was Fandle that had him at 74. DraftKings had him over 8. And, of course, Middleton goes for 42 fantasy points, even at 8K for cash games. Not that I love playing cash on four gamers. Like, if we're thinking this is a competitive back-and-forth game, which Vegas thinks it's going to be, like, Milton has 50 fantasy point upside. So, um, and if Durant and Giannis are, are canceling each other out, like, there's nobody on that for um, on that for the, the Brooklyn side to cancel out Milton. So, yep. uh, it's not, you know, James Harden ain't that guy. You know, so uh, no, no, you know, no. I'm a big fan of Middleton here at the price. Yeah, Brooklyn's defense has looked pretty dreadful, uh, like against teams that aren't the Magic. And actually, they gave up a ton of points to the Magic anyway, like a bad Magic team. So, um, yeah, I think the Bucks are probably as good as it gets tomorrow. And that's Middleton included. At 8K, like I don't I'm uncomfortable paying 8K for Middleton sometimes. Uh, but I think I just need to get out of my head because the guy is just really good. Yeah, he's really good, and you're right. You know, you could play middle, not even play Giannis, but play Middleton and Holiday. Those two guys maybe have the best matchup of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, Agreed. like if Durant's giving giving Giannis hard times, you know, Middleton and 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 Drew aren't gonna have that matchup for him. So I'm with you on that one. Um, you know, as like I said, OJ was 58. Uh, Kelly Oubre is slowly starting to come back around, but on Fanduel, you know, I'd rather just play an Eric Gordon at 52. Mm-hmm. I could bite into Otto Porter here, um, you know, even though it is a back-to-back. They, you know, up against Houston, I think he could be, um, you know, a fine play uh, there as well. I want to see if he even suits up because if you is he not playing back-to-back? He's played one back-to-back this year, and he played 22 minutes after playing 31 on the night before. That's well, you know, he played January fifth and sixth. He played. 28 and 26. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. I missed that. I, I We'll see. Because there was COVID, COVID running rampant through the Bulls. Mm-hmm. And it has cooled down and they're getting back to full strength. So we'll see. I don't hate Otto Porter, though. I mean, it's a it's a really good spot. I love your OG call. Oubre, o- I like. I, obviously, I mentioned Gordon already. So yep. I like all three of those guys. I'm a little more skeptical probably on Porter than you are, but the matchup is undeniably good. What do you think about Garrett Temple? I think that the Bulls really liked Garrett Temple and outbid other teams to get Garrett Temple, and this is the reason why Sunday. I mean, two of the, actually, two of the last three games, he's looked really good yeah. off the Bulls bench, and he's playing a bunch of minutes outside of that OKC game. We've seen one, two, three, four, five, six games over 25 minutes, six of his last seven. He's played 25 or more minutes. So a slight we're kind of dumpster diving for value. I think Garrett Temple provides us with some, and you know, it doesn't hurt that he's multi-position eligible on DraftKings either. Yeah, it's not bad. That is not bad. Uh, power forward uh, on FanDuel. Giannis is 11, three. Again, we don't need to continue to talk about uh, his matchup there. Uh, Christian Wood against Chicago, though, uh, even with Oladipo, I mean, back-to-back 50 fantasy point games here. Yeah, Eric Gordon's going to be available, too, so Gordon definitely takes some shots. But, I mean, like, I mean, Christian Wood in this matchup against Chicago is just mint. Yeah, that's and that's why when you were mentioning the prices over on Fandle, you kind of, like, <laughs> you kind of stopped and you couldn't believe it, but, like, you just said it. It's Chicago. Like this is the premier matchup against front courts right now. 
no one's going to stop him. Markin is not going to stop him. Wendell Carter's going to foul out in two minutes. Um, so, yeah, it's really hard not to love Christian Wood all formats, even with Victor Oladipo playing. I mean, we saw Christian Wood go for 50-plus with Harden. So, right. Oladipo is a, a high-usage player, but he's not James Harden-usage. Harden. Yeah. yeah, so... Um, yeah, I think Christian Wood is perfectly fine at any price point right now, just considering the the ceiling that we're getting. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, Anthony Davis is 95. It is a good matchup against Golden State for him, but we just haven't seen, <sighs> you know, that game yet. You know, it's just like, Fanduel. You just play him on. Fa- if you're going to play him, you just play him on. Fanduel. Yeah, because of the blocks, I guess. You know, yeah, but three blocks, it, three steals. I mean, that's he got you. He still only gave you 15 fantasy points on FanDuel the other day. Yeah, and that's and that's a concern. But I just you just can't play him on DraftKings because he gave you 44. Like you, you just play him on FanDuel if you're going to get your exposure. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, a little bit cheaper, you know. Chris Boucher, Boucher, I think is how we pronounce it correctly. Um, I mean, dominant. If it wasn't for the foul trouble, he might have gone mm-hmm. for 30 and 10. You yep. know. Yep. Absolutely. Would have. It would have been 30 and 10. And. Uh, when he got to the foul line at ten times in that game, they they had no answer. The last two games, he's taken eighteen free throws. I mean, the guy's just—he's just so good. Uh, he had those nine rebounds for so long too. I, I was like, there's a double double on the way. Uh, but we've we've kind of profiled it already. If Porzingis doesn't play. Dallas has nobody in the front court that is going to be able to match up with. Yeah, I mean, Colin Stein is okay. Foul yeah, like, he's gonna that I think the problem becomes he's gonna foul three fouls in the first two minutes and then Porzingis might have to play. You're right. Porzingis might have to play. He might have to play because they know Cauley. Like, oh crap, Cauley Stein's gonna foul this guy in the first three minutes of the game. Right, and they they can't play Bowman more than fifteen. <laughs> they can't play Bowman more than fifteen minutes. So it could be one of those things where like Porzingis is active but not expected to play. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yep. Porzingis is sixty nine hundred dollars though. If he's if they, if he's a go, wait, I, he's I, wait. Repeat that, please. He's sixty nine hundred dollars. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that is that is a mistake against Toronto's front court. That is go, a mistake. Who also isn't very good defensively. Um, if he's a full go, uh, yeah, he's he's a lock. Toronto uh, is dead last against the power forward this year. Yeah, in, in terms of GP, dead last. Um. Yeah, again, not expecting him to play would be a surprise, but if we find out he's a good to go with no minutes restriction, that's that's a fantastic price. Uh, James, you're, you're a Bulls fan. Uh, the Lord Marketing we're seeing so far this year looks a lot like the Lord Marketing we saw during his rookie season. Um, last year was a disaster year for him. Um, you know, is this the guy now? Is this what we're, is this the, the real thing? Is Donovan getting the most out of marketing here? Yeah, I think I'm happy you brought it up because I was going there too. I think it's the response of the firing of Jim Boylan because nobody put, look at what Levine's doing. Look what Kobe White's doing. There's no coincidence that Jim Boylan was the problem in Chicago. And we're seeing Mark Gaines break out here. Um, like, will he have this night every night? No, Zach Levine and Kobe White won't combine for 10 actual points every night. Uh, so I don't think we're going to get like 47 point upside often, but I think that there's, Double doubles, like I think there's a possibility we can get more twenty point double doubles going forward. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, especially I'm against this Houston front court where PJ Tucker is small, right. hashtag very small, 
hashtag very small. I agree with you uh, there. Um, Bobby Portis maybe on fan on DraftKings works for me. Uh, you said he's what 52, 54 in that 53 range. Fifty three. You were you missed you missed the uh, hundred dollars. Gave off. a range. I said yeah. fifty two to fifty four range. It was in the middle. Um, he's been good. You know, like he he really needs the blowout to get you those upper twenties to thirty minutes. Um, you know, probably not going to be a blowout in this game, uh, but it is a really good matchup against Brooklyn if he plays his usual 20 minutes. Again, probably a better play over on uh, DraftKings since he's 5,800 uh, over on FanDuel. Uh, below him, Draymond Green, I know, is a guy that you've you've liked. Um, you know, didn't do much against Denver. Tough spot for him. Could be an equally tough spot against Anthony Davis, but, you know, he's been filling up the stat sheet uh, of late. He had a run of the games with two blocks there, so... You know he's sitting there, and then James Johnson at forty seven hundred. I think if 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 uh, Porzingis is out, we're going right here. Yeah, if Porzingis is out, James Johnson's probably one of the easiest plug and plays of the slate. Um, Maxi Kleber is ruled out, by the way. Okay, officially ruled out. So we have word on him too. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Draymond is just one of those, like, if you think that Golden State keeps us close and what this we have that spread, it's a nine-point spread. Like, if you want to gain leverage on a four-game slate in tournaments, yeah, you play Curry, Draymond, and what, run back with AD. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's just better spots on the board, right? So I don't, I don't think we need to go Draymond. Being different could serve you well. On a, on a small slate. Um, so that'd be the only real situation I'd play Draymond. Uh, thoughts on Jeff Green, who played 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, he's playing 30 minutes and he's 42 and we're begging for value, right? So he hasn't... What do we need? We need 22 fantasy points, which he did against the Knicks. Mm-hmm. He's just not going to get any usage. We just need him to get like... We need him to fall into a couple rebounds, yep. maybe get a block, and uh, you know get ten points. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what we need. And can we bank on that? I don't know. Like I'm, f- I'm fine with it. It's it's fine. It is it is fine. PJ Tucker's gone for twenty three fantasy points two straight. You want to play okay. PJ Tucker? I don't really want to. Didn't you tweet out the other day you yep. don't want to play P.J. Tucker? Yep, I do. I did tweet that, and I didn't play P.J. Tucker either. So, um, shame on me. He went for 23 fantasy points. Oh, darn. Well, good thing I played Jay Sean Tate that, that night. Um, yeah, I just... I just <laughs> hey, Tate was good that night, too. Yeah, Tate was definitely good that night. I just... We just don't need to... Like, I would rather play Jeff Green than P.J. Tucker, but they're both just, like, the same. They're, like, the same guy at this point. Yeah, I, I won't argue too much with you there. Um, center position is uh, quite interesting on FanDuel. Wendell Carter is your most expensive center on FanDuel at 5900 I know on DraftKings, like, everybody has center eligibility, <laughs> so obviously you'll be able to get a little bit more creative over there. Uh, but Carter is at 59 against Houston. Montrez Harrell at 5400 against Golden State. Brooke Lopez, revenge game narrative here against Brooklyn, and Lopez playing some really good basketball lately. And then Willie Cauley-Stein... I think this is probably where I would go at my center spot. He played 27 minutes against Chicago. I know he gave you 15 fantasy points there, but the games prior was much more productive. Um, and, you know, Chicago's, you know, exploitable 
uh, or not Chicago, rather. Um, Toronto, as we mentioned, is exploitable in the front court. Yeah, I think Cauley Stein is definitely intriguing. Um, the minutes have been really encouraging. I mean, they're obviously forced to play him, but uh, definitely interesting. Just the foul trouble could become a concern against uh, Boucher. Um, Wendell Carter's okay. I, I suspect he could be in foul trouble as well. I think Brooke Lopez, I, I think I really like him here. And we were talking about Milwaukee earlier. And, like, they're in a great spot. If if Brooke Lopez, who's playing 34, 30, 28, 35, 32 minutes, like, he's playing a lot of minutes. He's looking good. He was, like, the not to say this is, like, this is how bad the Nets were, but, like, he was their franchise player way back when. And he, was, he was averaging, like, 20 and 10. For yeah. Like mm, 10 is a little pushing it because he's the worst seven-foot rebounder in the history. So he of- was, though. Once in Brooklyn, left, <laughs> yeah. Once he once he left them, I feel. I'm gonna check right now. I thought he was a ten rebound guy. All right, you're right. He never averaged more than eight point six. He, uh, he worst seven footing seven footer rebounder. Yeah, ever. He's an elite shot blocker. He'll protect the rim, mm-hmm. but once that ball's launched, he's running the other way. He's out on the break. <laughs> he doesn't care to grab the board. So, um, yeah, no, definitely for sure there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. Very consistent. You want to think about someone whose minutes is on the rise, James? Mm-hmm. And we, we brought this up, you know, in our chat with you, me, and, and Sean. James Wiseman, the last two games, you know, the minutes are up there now for him. Yeah, this is this is where I think a lot of people will go. And we've seen in the past, too, he's played in blowouts. So, yeah, I, I think Wiseman's an elite tournament play. I wonder if he go gets a lot, garners a lot of ownership in cash too is he under five is he under 5k on Fanduel as well uh he is yeah he is 4400 yeah that's gonna be a very very popular play james weissman or deandre jordan um well like like you said before we hopped on air deandre jordan played 23 minutes in a close game against nikola vucevic and wasn't in foul trouble so why? Um, he played twenty eight minutes against the Knicks, like three days prior. I know, and well, That's I'm just saying, concern. like, it's, so it's not like they're not willing to put him out there for that. Yeah. I guess is what I was trying to point out. You know, I maybe they want a little bit more rim protection against Giannis. That could be a reason to keep him on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that that Lopez isn't a good. Three point, I mean, good rebounder, but is 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 it him stretching the floor? Would that be a reason yeah. to take him out? Yeah, it could be like playing Jeff Green at center because Jeff Green can probably chase him on the perimeter a little better. Yeah, it's possible. Or or this could be a spot where they go with Durant. I guess like it's it's interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm because Jordan at 45 on FanDuel is certainly a little bit appealing to me, but I think the minutes uncertainty is is just tough, you know, and yep. Wiseman being 100 bucks cheaper and knowing that those minutes are on the rise for him, you know, I mean, against Denver, 18-5, two assists, two blocks, and like 35 fantasy points and a tough spot against Denver, you know, I, I don't hate it. I don't I don't hate it. No, now I getting the Lakers here. I don't, I don't hate it. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's elite. Um, forty six hundred. Just the Jordan thing is freaking me out. Like, why? I don't. 
I wish we had an answer like why why he didn't play. You know, right. that's that's the problem. And I think if there was one more spot, I would go. If Porzingis sat, I would. I'll just throw Boban's name out there. Thirty five hundred. Like obviously, he's not going to play more than fifteen minutes, but we know what he can do in fifteen minutes. So. Right. We've I'll, seen plenty of times to play fifteen and go for thirty. So. Thirty. So yeah, I would go. <laughs> I would go. I would give Boban consideration if uh, Porzingis sat. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll, I'll bite on that one. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so that that wraps up our our look here at the four game slate again. It's loaded uh, with talent. We're looking for some value. Maybe some of it will open up. Um, we'll have to wait and see how the slate plays out. Uh, but be on the lookout for all day's content, fast break, starting five, playbook, value vault. Uh, no live stream um, for the four gamer. We do live streams for five or more. So uh, won't have the live stream there, but we'll be in chat right at the, lo- the roster lock at 730 uh, for you there tomorrow. Uh, if you have any questions, again, hit us on Twitter. You know where to find us. Follow the Fantasy Alarm NBA Twitter account, Fantasy Alarm, at Fantasy Alarm NBA, uh, for all of your lineup and roster news. Uh, We'll be out there tweeting our plays as well. Uh, But for James, John, we'll catch you guys next time.